Talking Raven, a podcast about finding the perfect path towards your perfect post-secondary destination. Each episode, we will highlight events you'll want to attend, deadlines you won't want to miss, and share some insight into what makes Carleton University a community like no other. Let's start the show. Hello, Raven family. Welcome back to the Talking Raven. My name is Stanley Philippe. Believe it or not, we are officially in the month of October, which means fall season is upon us. Now, that could be a good thing for some, a not so good thing for others. For me, it's an amazing thing because it signifies that we are in the heart of recruitment season. And that means uh, a lot of opportunities for us to connect with you, you know, our future Ravens. Now, our recruitment team has been hard at work since the middle of August, preparing, meeting, uh, discussing, and creating an amazing suite of virtual events, which I'll touch on in a little bit. And we've also been, as a community, constantly looking at ways to grow and to develop into a more welcoming and inclusive place. You know, just last week, I was able to attend an action plan town hall uh, centered around equity, diversity, and inclusion which was hosted by Michael Charles, who is our new assistant vice president and university advisor in equity and inclusive communities. And at the end of this virtual town hall, I felt this real kind of urge to kind of display and to share my gratitude. So I'm doing it right now here on this podcast. I'm so thankful to be able to work at a university because I get a chance to really meet and learn and create and share with people who are interested in moving our communities forward, moving society forward, being as innovative as possible. And this is why we are so keen on reaching out to all of you and to telling you the many ways that you can get involved, that you can craft your own path, and that you can eventually really make your impact on our local, our global, and all communities in between. So super excited to be able to share more on that a little bit later on on the podcast. Also excited to welcome our two lovely guests that we have lined up for today. I think you're going to love these conversations that we had and are going to share with you all. But before we get to that, it's time for the flyby. Today's flyby is brought to you in part by the Campus Activity Board, because every night should be a Bob Ross paint night. So for this flyby, we wanted to share something old, something new, and something pretty cool just for you. So the old is something old with a twist. You know, usually uh, during this time of the year, our recruitment team would be on the road visiting hundreds of schools from coast to coast. But of course, we are unable to do so due to the global pandemic. So instead, we've decided to bring all that fun and excitement to your home screen. So on Monday to Thursdays every week at 11 a.m., 12 p.m., and 4 p.m. Eastern Time, you'll be able to tune into a conversation about the Carleton University experience. So these virtual fall high school visits are pretty awesome and something you definitely want to check out. The something new is our Live at Fives, where we'll get an opportunity to do a deeper dive into a particular program or topic of interest. So over the last few weeks, we've done a Live at Fives centered around athletics, clubs and societies, and housing and residence life services. And coming up, we'll have Live at Fives about the awards and financial aid opportunities, our student support, the Paul Menton Center for Students with Disabilities, and on October 28th, a really special one for 
our college transfer students and our Quebec CEGEP students to learn more about your kind of application process. So these events, they're called the Live at Fives, will take place every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. And the something pretty cool just for you is uh, a thing that I discovered recently, which is called the Students as Partners program. So did you ever dream of creating your own university course. If you have, you can actually do that at Carleton University. So the Students as Partners program will give our students the opportunity to work with instructors to develop courses and create a student-centered learning environment. Now, every time I get a chance to talk to someone who's looking at university or thinking about coming to Carleton, I really like to emphasize the fact that our students are at the center of all that we do. And this is a really cool example of just that. You know, the program, again, called the Student Student as Partners program launched in January of 2020, so this year, with 20 courses in that first cohort. But by the summer, by the end of this summer, there are more than 100 courses being redesigned in all five of Carleton's faculties, making it the largest program of its kind in Canada. So the power is literally in your hands to create that experience that you are craving. So definitely take advantage of this opportunity and many others once you become a Raven. And with that, it's time to dive into a conversation with Christine. My first guest is someone who I've had the pleasure of working with a few years ago, and she's done a lot of things to leave her mark on the Carlton community. So I want to welcome Christine. Christine, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Before we get into Hub for Good and Share Kindness, I want to talk a bit more about your own journey because you have a really kind of interesting story as to how you became a member of the Carlton community, but more importantly, how you've been able to maximize all the opportunities that have come your way. So tell us a bit about your Carlton story. I actually started at Carleton a few years ago in my undergrad degree. I took a Bachelor of Arts degree in English. I'm originally from the greater Toronto area, and I've loved the move to Ottawa. I love the city, which is one of the reasons I came here. And the English program was a huge draw for me as well. I had really enjoyed English in high school. I loved books. I loved engaging with literature and other forms of media and thought I would continue my passion in that way and had a really rewarding experience with my undergrad degree. As well as English, I studied creative writing and really got the chance to not only read great literature, but engage with what I can produce creatively. Overall, I think this gave me a pretty good skill set that I've been able to apply in my job today. So I've learned great communication skills, critical thinking. Specifically, the skill of writing has lent me very well in my career. Right now, I'm a writer and content strategy specialist at Carleton University, uh, specifically with advancement. And so these skills that I gained in my undergrad degree in English have actually directly translated into my career today. So I've been working for five years in communications and get to do exciting opportunities like this here today to talk about my story and how I've got to where I am directly as a result of my undergrad degree. And I actually, this is exciting news, Stanley. I just finished my master's degree. I've been doing that part-time for the last two years in English as well. So deepening some of those skills I got in my undergrad degree. But I'm proud to say I'm a two-time Carleton alumni and I'm still working here. So I'm very happy to have been a part of this community for so many years and to have a, a more time here with the community. 
Congratulations on finishing your master's. It's an amazing accomplishment. And, you know, you touch a bit about on uh, what you're doing currently, but we work together in the undergraduate recruitment office and you did an amazing job with our team. So maybe you can tell us a bit about the work experiences you've had along the way, because we promote the idea of getting involved and how important it is to get involved and how that can kind of create that snowball effect. And so what was your snowball looking like? Getting involved, like you said, is so important. And sometimes it's the opportunities you don't expect that can lead to even bigger and even more important opportunities for you in your development and your professional career journey. So in my undergrad degree, I actually was pretty involved uh, with student life at Carleton. I volunteered in some of the volunteer programs, most notably Alternative Spring Break was an uh, one-week program that I participated in twice where you volunteer in various communities. And through that, I actually got uh, a foot in the door at the Student Experience Office. So when I graduated, I was offered a job to work on the volunteer programs at the Student Experience Office and coordinate some of those volunteer opportunities, which was an excellent opportunity for me to get my very first job after finishing my degree. And from there, like you said, uh, it's kind of started snowballing. So I had these skills for my English degree in communications, and I wanted to keep applying those. So I eventually got a job with the Sprott School of Business doing web communications, looking more at digital assets, social media, building presentations videos and photos, drawing on those creative skills I had developed as well. And like you said, this led to a really fun job opportunity at recruitment as well. So I was with the undergraduate recruitment office working with you for three years in communications roles there too. Is everything also from digital media to some of the print publications and print assets as well. So I got the opportunity to really meet a lot of exciting people and hone those skills that I've been working toward. And it is very exciting how one opportunity that you might not expect to lead into a job, such as just getting involved in student life and volunteering, can maybe actually open doors and build those connections that later on can lead to different career opportunities. Yeah, it's super important for uh, individuals to take advantage of the opportunities that present themselves. And it's important for universities to take the opportunity to leave a mark on our local and global communities, which brings us to why you're here. We want to talk a bit about Share Kindness, Hub for Good, and Here for Good. So first off, can you explain to us what Carlton's Hub for Good is all about? I definitely can. The Hub for Good is a website. It's hubforgood.carlton.ca, but it's more than a website. It's an online front door to the Carlton community. So it's intended to allow external organizations to Carlton, whether that's community organizations, nonprofits, corporations, or individuals who are just looking to get involved. They can actually use the Hub for Good to find out what's going on at Carleton University, the various services, departments, and initiatives that are seeking partnerships. So in this way, it's a way for us to broker partnerships between the university and the community and to kind of go back to our, our institutional roots of engaging with the community. And more than that, it's also a way that we tell stories, mostly related to impact and the impact that Carleton has on communities locally here in Ottawa, across Canada, and around the world as well. The impact, it's a it's such an amazing word, impact, because what you're able to do or we're able to do is very impactful, especially when we design things like share kindness. And COVID-19 has led to a lot of different changes, and it's been a rough period in a lot of our lives. But it's also led to opportunities for exploring the good available in all of us. And so how did the share kindness initiative begin and, and what was the motivation behind it? 
I think, like you said, COVID-19 has been a tough period, and I think it actually emerged from that feeling. So in March, share kindness kind of emerged from the sense that we couldn't be physically together. Campus shifted to remote operations and online learning at the time. And even as we couldn't be together physically, and that was challenging, there was also this recurring sense in the community that we still wanted to come together in some way. So amidst these feelings of uncertainty and stress, there was also this light that maybe there is still good happening. Maybe there is still a way for us to connect and bridge the physical barriers that kind of emerged overnight between some of our community members. So share kindness emerged from that impulse, uh, from the sense that there is still good going on. And so we started initially sharing moments of good from our community, which were small moments that community members in the Carleton community were doing that can have a big impact within our community, within Ottawa, and within the towns and cities in which our students, faculty, and alumni are living. And it also emerged as a way for us to connect with one another. So we also had a quarantainment series back in March and April, which was just all about creating virtual engagement opportunities. We did virtual paint nights. We did an event called Quarantine, which was all about tea, one of my personal favorite <laughs> events. Who doesn't need a little extra tea to relax during these times? And we're also actually looking at showing different ways of what Carleton is doing as an institution for COVID-19 response. Uh, so for example, the Sprott School of Business is running a crisis management and recovery guidance program for small to medium-sized enterprises and not-for-profits. And that is an opportunity being promoted on the Hub for Good. So what that means is that our students in the Sprott School of Business are currently working with small to medium-sized enterprises and not-for-profits on consulting and on opportunities to look at how those businesses can adjust their business models and pivot to respond to the crisis. And so the Hub for Good is one mechanism where we can connect our Sprott School of Business students with external organizations who might be seeking additional guidance and support in these uncertain times of COVID-19. We're also looking at the COVID-19 research going on at Carleton. So there's 59 projects across campus, across all five faculties that have been funded internally for their work on addressing challenges related to COVID-19. So one part of Share Kindness as well is about sharing the impact that our research has on the community and on COVID-19 related efforts. That's awesome. And uh, I was going to ask you about, you know, a few of those share kindness moments that really stood out. But you mentioned the quarantine, which I'm on board with that. I like to drink tea every single day. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I'm definitely a connoisseur of, of the old tea. So uh, maybe we can chat about that um, after the episode is done. But I also wanted to challenge our listeners. So if you're listening to this podcast, take the opportunity to share kindness in your neighborhoods and your communities and let us know how you're doing that through our Instagram account. So visit us uh, at Carlton underscore future and either share a photo or just tell us how you're sharing kindness in your community. We want to celebrate all the good that you are doing too. Back in April of 2019, Carlton celebrated the successful completion of its Collaborate campaign. So not only did it manage to exceed the $300 million goal, but I think it really helped further connect our university to the lo local community. So when you look back at the Collaborate campaign, and maybe for those who don't know, you can give us a bit of, a, of an idea as to what that campaign was all about. What were some of the takeaways and how will you think it'll shape the the way we continue to grow our presence both in Ottawa uh, and around the world? The Collaborate campaign, like you said, uh, was really an, an astounding effort that brought together so many different peoples. Over the span of a couple of years, the Carleton community was able to engage with 
a variety of people, students, faculty, alumni, community organizations, corporations, people who are looking to get involved, donors. And the end result was $300 million that literally supported thousands of initiatives across the campus. So everything from supporting academic programs at Carleton, funding different research projects, supporting campus-wide initiatives and experiential learning, also funding scholarships and awards, which, as we know, have a direct impact on students' learning and their experience at Carleton, and supporting grassroots future funder projects, which are projects that are championed by Carleton community members. So in these projects, Carleton community members indicate that they're interested in receiving funding for whatever great initiative they're trying to run and Collaborate funded those initiatives that were grassroots designed by the Carleton community for the Carleton community. So really, I think one of the main takeaways is just the strength of our community. The fact that there is so many things that need our support to do good, not only just on campus and for educational experience, but that that is spread within the community as well. And that transcends beyond education at Carleton and beyond campus. So it's incredible. The generosity of our community has literally supported thousands of different initiatives all across campus. That's so, that's so exciting to hear. And I, I feel so inspired right now. I hope uh, hope it's uh, coming across because it's uh, it's great to be able to kind of think about as little as much as you can give, not just financially, but your time, your spirit, your intention how much of an impact that can make on so many different lives and uh, especially for our students and our, our students are really the backbone of all that we do and to be able to really see the ways that we kind of funnel our efforts towards our real audience and our really important um, audience members is just phenomenal so i'm feeling that kind of thankful vibe so and thanksgiving weekend is around the corner the last thing i want to ask you christine is what are you the most thankful for the most thankful for I am the most excited for pumpkin pie this Thanksgiving weekend, so I'm thankful for pie, but I'm also feeling thankful to actually be a part of such a great community. Like you said, uh, like you suggested, my journey here has been for a couple years from an undergrad student to a graduate student and to an employee at Carleton. So I'm actually grateful to have all these connections around me and have a really strong support base, particularly when we're going through such an uncertain time. And I have to say, I'm thankful to be done my graduate degree. So I'm no longer in grad school. I'm thankful to have a little bit extra free time, but I'm thankful to have had that opportunity. And for the professors who supported me along the way, I'm sure there's lots of students that might be feeling nervous about online learning or nervous about the changes that have happened to the educational patterns that they've gotten used to over the years. And definitely adjusting to online learning myself in March was a very sudden adjustment, but I'm very grateful that I've had professors who are willing to chat about everything that's going on and who are very accommodating and understanding to these widespread changes that are happening. So for any future Ravens who are feeling a little nervous about what their educational instruction looks like right now or might look like, I would really encourage them to speak to their instructors um, because I've found here at Carleton, everyone's been very supportive and I'm truly thankful to be a part of such a Carleton community. I couldn't have said it better myself. We're going to leave it there and we'll be right back with more of the Talking Raven. All right. So it's time for your favorite segment uh, and my favorite segment. It's the real where we feature a real Carleton student. And for this week, we've got someone who's made quite an impact on our community 
She's done a lot of things in a short period of time, and she's just getting started. So please welcome Morgan to the podcast. Morgan, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. I'm actually really glad to be here. I'm glad to have you here too. It's good to see you. It's been a long time since we've connected. Morgan works in our recruitment office, helping with our call campaigns. But I want to talk about the beginning of the semester. You know, we are into the month of October. We're a month into the school year. What does the beginning of a school year mean to you? So this is actually really geeky. Every single year, I don't know what it is, but I'm always super focused on self-improvement. So the things that I always do every year is I always actually make a vision board because I'm very much in the idea of like manifestation and like going after your goals. So every single new semester always means like a new year that could be like restarting your classes to, of course, get like renewable scholarships. Or it could also, again, be the how can I improve from last year and like tasks that I've done. Now, this episode has been a bit of a thank you or thankful episode. And so I want to know, like, what class are you most thankful for? Is there a class that when you look back, you tell yourself, wow, this really solidified my decision to attend Carleton? I think if I had to choose one class that I've ever taken, and that would be for economics. And I'm actually going to share with the prof because he was an amazing prof for Patrick Coe. They want to have us take economics, definitely take his class. They're amazing and all the stories you get. But that's the one that really kind of solidified it for me. And just for background for everyone else, economics has since become my minor. So I'm actually in global international studies and economics was a course that I did have to take as an introduction. And since then, I've continued taking it. I'm actually in love with it. And it's usually actually the topic for each of my papers. And I'm already planning my thesis, which will actually end up being on, I do believe, how global pandemics or global phenomenons affect the world market. That That is a, a perfect answer to that question. And it's fun. It's fun seeing, you know, and hearing how much one class can impact you in various ways and in many ways. And it's continuing to impact you to this day. So that's phenomenal. Now, you've referenced this a few times. And of course, we all know that we are currently uh, going through a global pandemic, but we will return to some form of normal, hopefully in the very near future. So when we do return on campus, where's the first place you're going to visit? I was at my job prior to this and I was trying to think of like, yeah, when all this is over, like, where am I going to go? One side of me, which is my very athletic side, wants to be like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to like be able to go to the gym where like the only thing I need to be like really worried about is like coming to the gym with my AirPods not charged and like not be worried about like germs everywhere. I'm very much excited for that. But at the same time, I'm excited to go back to the office for um, multiple reasons. First reason is I'm so excited to stand in my tour office at the front where like I have the TV behind me. For anyone that does go to campus, you'll see this office. And this office has been like newly renovated. I'm so excited to stand at the front of that office and just like look at all the new students coming in with their families and just be able to be like, I'm going to convince them that this is the best place to go. Like, I'm excited to see faces. I'm excited to be able to walk in, excited to talk to you. I'm excited to come in and like have you insult my terrible Crocs. I'm excited, <laughs> to, like, <laughs> I'm excited to bring in my LED Heelys and just like scoot into the office and have everyone just like staring at them. But again, act confident and no one will question you except for Sten apparently on your shoe wear. Yes, um, I will question you that. <laughs> and I appreciate you taking some time, Morgan, chatting with us and sharing your story. And I hope that you continue to stay safe and uh, that we will to uh, see each other very, very soon. So uh, thank you for all that. And we'll be back with more of the Talking Raven. 
I want to thank Christine and Morgan for sharing some valuable insight and some amazing stories. And I also want to give a shout to my parents. You know, my mom tuned in to the first episode of The Talking Raven and she said she loved it. She said it was informative and it was creative. And so hopefully you are feeling like my mom right now and are enjoying this podcast. Please continue to follow us on social media. Our handle is at Carlton underscore future. I'm interested to know what you are thankful for. So if you can hit us up on Instagram, send us a message or a picture of, you know, what you're most thankful for. We love to share that love uh, through our social media accounts. Tune in to our next episode of The Talking Raven, where we're going to preview our CU virtual open house. It's going to be an amazing event that you're not going to want to miss. This has been The Talking Raven. My name is Stanley Philippe. Remember, you have a lot of greatness inside of you. So don't be afraid to unleash your inner awesome. Take care.